1: Good morning Oregon. It's Thursday, April 29th. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregon officials estimate there are 142,000 hazard trees along roadways, rivers, and on private properties burned in September's wildfires. A tree removal program being carried out by several contractors and monitored by a Florida-based disaster recovery firm has already removed some 29,000. But a growing number of arborists, landowners, and environmental advocates are concerned that manager C.D.R. McGuire is mismanaging the tree removal program. They say the state is failing to oversee the firm, which was hired under a $70 million contract, to monitor the logging and debris removal, and to ensure the state is reimbursed by the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Critics claim far too many trees, some of them green and posing no immediate hazard, are being tagged for removal. Critics also say that raises the prospect that FEMA, if it audits the work, could deny reimbursement for tens of millions of dollars worth of work by the contractors, sticking the state with the bill. Both CDR, McGuire, and ODOT say those concerns are unfounded. They say the company has a long track record of disaster recovery work and that it's hired locally qualified experts. A year into the pandemic, Oregon remains well below the national average in timely unemployment payments, according to federal data, and it's among the slowest states in paying new jobless benefits claims. Since COVID-19 and associated shutdowns sent unemployment soaring, Oregon has struggled to make timely payments, and Oregonians have desperately jammed phone lines trying to make claims. The issues continue for those who have had problems to resolve with their claims. It's still nearly impossible to reach the agency by phone. Thousands of Oregonians had their jobless benefits lapse after 12 months on the unemployment rolls. In many cases, they can still receive aid, but they need to switch to new programs, which means they need to sort through the department's Byzantine website, which in turn puts more pressure on the agency. The State Employment Department says the federal figures don't fully capture its progress and performance, but it says it will continue to be hobbled by its obsolete computer system until new technology arrives in 2025. TriMet's Board of Directors on Wednesday unanimously approved a three-year contract with its union workforce, officially ending a stalemate that stretched on for more than a year and a half. The arrangement includes raises retroactive to December 2019, a retooled apprenticeship program, and tuition assistance for workers to add skills in their trades. The agreement runs through November 2022. Union officials had balked at TriMet's plan to do away with an apprenticeship program that the labor group said was a critical path toward upward mobility. The compromise agreed upon by union members last week and finalized Wednesday maintains a bus apprenticeship deal with what TriMet says is a more manageable size, but replaces the rail apprenticeship with entry-level training programs. The union represents more than 2,600 TriMet workers. Three large private colleges in Oregon have announced they will require students to be vaccinated against COVID-19 when classes start in the fall. Lewis and Clark College, the University of Portland, and Willamette University in Salem all will ask students to show proof of vaccination. The schools have set deadlines in October, August, and September, respectively. The schools will allow students to claim medical and religious exemptions from the vaccine requirement. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and learn how you can support our journalism at OregonLive.com slash pod support.